0: First world problems. First world problems. It's It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV,
1: superheroes, it's Superhero Slate, oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest super entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. and my name is Mike Royer. And after a two-week hiatus, we're back, and yes. we're going to discuss Spider-Man's Homecoming. <laughs> okay, a little more. Fox has a really ambitious release schedule. <laughs> really ambitious. That's here. yeah.
0: That's one way to put it.
1: Yeah, the first Jumanji sequel trailer.
0: Oh God! I gotta guess we get, have to talk about that. Yeah, I
1: gotta get I gotta get Mike's opinion on this and more. <laughs> it's so. a
0: it's it's been a busy week. We we don't take too many. Um, uh, weeks off here at the superhero slate usually around the holidays at the end of the year usually once during the summer so usually we're throwing at least 50 news episodes at you a week so yeah so we've uh we've been building up a little bit a, of news. 50 a week you mean uh, 50 a year no 50 a week you know, we're oh, that well, we're, we're that ambitious <laughs> we're that ambitious apparently yeah
1: no so we're back um actually i think last year uh we we might take it off in the summer but i didn't take off my wedding week and today is my one year anniversary which i'm recording on again so not even <laughs> weddings and anniversaries can stop me from 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 getting the show out there
0: yeah apparently man
1: and we, this is what was our second episode today we've recorded so yeah make it up for lost time that's for mm-hmm. sure <laughs> so, what have you been up to in two weeks? I actually haven't really asked you a whole lot, so I don't know what you've been doing.
0: Yeah, so uh, on the on the more low key end, I went and I saw the Kumail Nanjiani's movie, The Big Sick which is really cool. It's this a uh, funny kind of romantic comedy cuz uh, Kumail, who you might be familiar with, is one of is the uh, is the Indian programmer in uh, Silicon Valley. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. He made a uh, romantic comedy about him and his wife's true story of getting together. His wife kind of has this this mysterious kind of ailment, so it's a little bit feels like a little bit like a little bit of a of a House episode, but it's all about kind of like him and going through his life. It, it's really really funny. I'm not describing it very well. But it, it's it's a it's a laugh for sure. So I would go see it. It's I think it's in limited release and it's slowly rolling out to more theaters. But it's really really funny. I would definitely recommend it. The Big Sick. So go see that. It needs it needs to support those indie movies. But also more shockingly. Um, uh, What I got to do the other week was, uh, my wife got her extension degree certificate from UCLA for television writing. So she finally finished up that certificate. Really awesome, really proud of her that she got to do that. So we decided- Congratulations. Thank you. So we decided to go to the graduation ceremony on UCLA's campus. And it was this. Uh, it was a really big ceremony because a lot of these different students with different degrees of study, like uh, f- like finance and programming and stuff all over the map, uh, were getting their degrees. And instead of everybody walking up on stage, they all just kind of each group kind of stands for recognition. So that was kind of nice. You didn't have to sit through like just a, a long droning line of names. So that was nice. But um, so my wife uh, got that. But surprisingly, the the commencement keynote speaker. uh kind of to be announced so i don't know if they're just waiting to reveal who it was or if they're kind of just keeping it low key to kind of surprise surprise everybody so you know we show up we're there on campus we're getting ready to get in line to walk into there and andy kind of checks her email and she see who's the keynote speaker it is and surprise surprise her mouth drops and looks over at me and she's like you're not going to believe who the keynote speaker is today and i was just like oh, who could it be you know like you know oh maybe it's you know somebody i've heard of she's just like it's stan lee and i was like what i just like started like yelping in the car like i was like no way are you serious and she's like yeah, stan lee is a keynote speaker i was just like holy shit this is amazing i didn't know stan lee had any sort of connection to ucla i don't i don't really know technically if he does but he was receiving their very first uh like honorary award of innovator innovators or like legendary people in the industry. I don't really know exactly what the award was, but they were giving him an award. So that so he was there and he he gave a he gave a keynote speech. It was really cool. Uh, he just kind of gave an anecdote of basically, um, talking about how he invented Spider-Man, which was very timely with, the uh, Spider-Man movie coming out. You know, he said he had, like, a an editor that told him, you know, Spider-Man was a dumb idea, you shouldn't waste your time on a, on that type of character. Nobody wants to see teenagers and their problems, people just want to see adults being superheroes. So, he, the moral of his keynote was, like, uh, when you have a good idea, don't let somebody stupid tell you not to do it. So, that got, like, a big laugh, he was a really good guy, um... I guess I don't want to make this sound too morbid and make it extra sad now, but like a week later, his wife unfortunately mm-hmm. passed away from a stroke, which is very, very sad. And you know, a lot of the times, you know, they've been married forever. They're both in their nineties. I believe she was in her nineties and not 100%. 93 I, I,
1: believe
0: I, I know, I know Stan Lee is in his nineties. So it's just like, when you get to that age and you, you lose your lifelong partner, it's usually not a good outcome for the other person. So you know, I hope this isn't Stan Lee's last time in public. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he didn't want to go out and do, you know, speeches and travel all around the country. Or maybe he does, you know. Maybe he really likes that kind of comforting process. But I really feel for the man. I, it's so sad that he lost his wife. But mm-hmm. it was great hearing him speak. Like, I, was, I started to get emotional just seeing him up there on stage. It's the closest I've ever been to the man. You know, you're lucky. You've got to, like, you meet him in person. You physically touch the Lee yeah. Uh, get his autograph and stuff. So it was. It's it's a, it's a presence being even in a large, a large auditorium, close to the back row. So well, yeah, I,
1: I think I think the best part was on my end. You were the the slow realization of text <laughs> messages. You're like, I don't want to get excited. But I think Stanley is going to be here.
0: Yeah, because it was all in the email. But then once we got there and I was looking at the, the, the pamphlet and seeing his face on there, I was like, oh, my God. And we got – apparently Stanley has this thing called like respect, some sort of respect, mutual respect program that he, he has – he is uh headlining where uh he wants people just in the world to get along together so he had this little enamel pin that everyone at the graduation got which is like two hands shaking each other so we got one of those so it was really really cool so it was a
1: a busy two weeks uh but uh what have you been up to man so, uh, to kind of capitalize on the July 4th being on a Tuesday, um, <laughs> I, I was able, I was lucky enough to not have to work Monday, but took a four-day weekend trip to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my wife did. We, we packed up on, on a Saturday, drove there, and spent three days there and came back that Tuesday. Um, you know, a lot of things about St. Louis I like, most of them, is because uh, big things are free. Uh, <laughs> the zoo is free. The science museum is free. Uh, they have a city museum downtown, a large botanical garden. I got a lot of outside time in. I think we walked over 20 miles in like wow, two nice. days. Visited some local comic stores. One of them was the size of my office I'm in right now, like a <laughs> spare bedroom size. But like, that's all it was. Uh, and that was cool to talk to these different people and, and kind of see what their their stuff was going on there. Um, but honestly, I mean, not not to be too proud of it, but me and my wife, we, we, we play Pokemon Go together. So we were excited to... <laughs> Go to these new places, play Pokemon, go together, get new stuff we haven't got, get some steps in, and really uh, just kind of just kind of not have any responsibilities. For <laughs> That's days awesome. And do That's in awesome, man.
0: Time. That sounds like an awesome vacation.
1: It definitely was, and it was honestly. We went to the arch. We didn't go up in the arch because it was like 105 plus degrees plus humidity <laughs> on the river. So we were, yeah. like, We're not going up that thing. So we got a couple pictures with it and walked around and, like I said, just just really had a a good three three day adventure out there yeah um, that's
0: that's the way to do it man
1: if anything i would recommend drury in hotels um for sure because they have a 5 30 to 7 p.m like happy hour in their hotel where you can get three free drinks per person in your room whoa and, yeah, <laughs> and they're they were they're making some pretty good drinks and, and some food like snack food like nachos and some hot dogs and stuff like that so like it was fun to just actually be at the hotel and chill occasionally. All right, so that's gonna, awesome. Gonna do that so, Uh <laughs> if anything, the city museum is not for adults. Uh that's my only recommendation. <laughs> it's a lot of climbing and like getting lost in this big like warehouse turned into like kind of art installation, but it's like a kids' playground. So Oh wow, gotcha. If I was to give any recommendations it's like don't go there. But, <laughs> Skip uh, it. Skip it. Skip go it catch,
0: so go catch Pokemon instead.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a it's a really, really good time to be outside and just you know again like i said we'll get away from responsibility for a few days awesome um, and and you know i i was it was kind of sad because a lot of people at those comic book stores they have in st louis someone uh, was able to see, get spider-man early like at a theater and they all watched it so like have you seen spider-man i'm like no <laughs> I, i'm going to but I, I don't get to so so that was that was going on so uh but other than that yeah it was that's been it um a lot of work stuff i'm on my we lost a drone at work uh, oh, last no. week. um a hawk attacked it in mid <laughs> so uh that's that's a fun story i've gotta gotta tell everybody this week about the, the hawk attacking the drone and so on and so forth and Starting tomorrow, we're starting our official house search process here. So, well, we're going congratulations! To, thank you. Move from that to home. So, I've started actually packing already because I know I'm busy all the time. It's gonna take a while to pack up those pops, man. The pops are actually halfway packed already, believe it or <laughs> not. Um, but com- I'm, I'm actually gonna do a big comic book purge, um, like get rid of a lot of these books I have digital copies of online mm-hmm. already and, and do that. So, um uh, if you're in the Louisville area and want some comic books, hit me up uh, because I will I will gladly give a lot of these away. Just, <laughs> you'll have to so. stay
0: till the end of the show though, where he gives out his Twitter handle. So yeah, you'll have
1: to yeah have to figure out later how to get a hold of me. But that that's it for me. Not not nearly as um I guess exciting as you, but I guess ours was more relaxing. I don't know. We're not comparing. It's time <laughs> it's time for Superhero Slate news. Mike, we we've been putting this off for two weeks. I guess it's time we finally get into it, huh? Yeah, man. All right. Well, let's get into it. So first up, Spider-Man Homecoming came out this week, which is no big surprise. We've been talking about it for years. Mm -hmm. Um, And we finally saw it. We have a spoiler cast uh, that you can listen to to get our full unfiltered opinions on this movie. And just to give you a quick impression, two thumbs up for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Two thumbs up for me as well. Easy, easy to recommend. Anyone's gonna have a great time in this movie. Uh, any sort of blemishes we had on the movie, we you know, we'll talk about in the spoiler cast. Just kind of little nitpicks here and there, but uh, you're gonna you're gonna have a great time. Hilarious, fun, awesome
1: action. It Tom Holland is amazing. It feels Spider-Man. good to be back in the, into Spider Man mode. Like a good <laughs> yeah. Spider Man mode for so, sure. So that's I mean, we couldn't probably recommend it more. Um, despite the fact Mike already forgot Guardians came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a packed year already. We're halfway <laughs> we- done. It's been a busy... Year. It's only getting busier. I love it. I mm-hmm. love every second of it. So, here's a fun fact about Spider-Man. Uh, they, they said... Tom Holland came out and said uh, that the kid in Iron Man 2 with the Iron Man mask... Uh-huh. ...was... Uh, could be Peter Parker. Like, he's I like, yeah, that's Peter Parker. <laughs> so, uh, the age kind of lines up in the, in the movies uh, from Iron Man 2 to, to, to this. That's a whole different story. But, um apparently that's that's what they're gonna say is peter parker in in <laughs> retrospect so. all
0: right might as well i mean uh a, a lot of people don't really dig iron man too, so if there's a retroactive way they can make the movie a little bit more appealing to people that's one way to do it <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i think um the sark expo is probably some of the coolest parts of the movie um i i, I do love seeing justin hammer be super awkward on stage <laughs> before he introduces these things but yeah so, uh, if you want to see where Spider-Man got his Marvel Cinematic Introduction, I guess that's what it is now. So, <laughs> can argue with it. But now, we got to look forward to the next one. Of course, there's going to be more Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming 2 is not the official title of it. They said they will come up with a different name. <laughs> yes, I so believe so. So, until then, we're probably going to call it Homecoming 2, but it takes place like right after Avengers 4, like minutes after, it says. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, so, I
0: mean that that kind of makes sense. I mean, no spoilers, uh, but Homecoming is kind of right off of the heels of Civil War in a in a way, so I could see that happening.
1: Yeah, and and definitely, I mean, again, something you know, we we it could be a time gym thing, where the universe is reset, mm-hmm. and this movie picks up right where this new universe starts, or maybe there's a bunch of destruction, and he's got to go around and deal with another like world ending level event uh, yeah, going maybe. on around him while he's trying to keep low to the ground so mm-hmm. um, who knows but I think that's cool like they're they've already thought out like yeah we're gonna go right after Avengers 4 ends we kick it right off so it's the first movie afterwards too so it makes sense mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll take it and John Watts has not signed on as a sequels director but is expected to return as a director
0: Yeah, it kind of seems a little bit like the Ant-Man situation here. Uh, I forgot the director off the top of my head. It's like right Um, on the tip of my tongue for Uh, Ant-Man. Peyton Reed. Yeah, Peyton Reed, that's what it was. I knew there was a P in there somewhere. So uh, it's not surprised He wasn't confirmed right away, but then he is coming back. So uh, it, it's hard to say with these big Marvel movies how much the director gets credit for it because a lot of times I think the studio has their hands in it more than usual. So maybe we thank Ke- Kevin Feige a little bit more for the direction of these movies more than the director because, like you told me, when I was looking at John Watts' IMDb page, pretty short. So maybe they just wanted somebody that would play ball with the studio. Either way, the movie turned out great great. great uh so good job john watts on whatever you ended up doing whether it was the whole movie or just a junk
1: (laughs) yeah and and at the same time i mean the box office numbers still aren't in but it is i think the second biggest sony release ever so Uh like they're definitely um sony is benefiting from it marvel's benefiting from it everyone is getting good things from spider-man one so obviously if you don't want to if it ain't broke don't fix it uh as we move towards two so We'll, we'll, we'll chalk that up as a win if he comes back. Yeah. And despite Mike's absent-mindedness, uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume 2 did come out this year. It did. And in a big announcement, James Gunn said that this is the first Marvel-slash-Disney movie to be released in 4K Ultra HD.
0: There With, you go. You're going to be able to take advantage of that big old TV you got, Chris.
1: <laughs> yes. I was very excited. Uh, I mean, I kind of heard this kind through the grapevine a couple weeks ago. Um, the movie we know was shot in 8K on those Mm -hmm. big cameras to to get all the the pixels for Ego's Planet Um, and it's definitely uh, looking forward to possibly an August 22nd release for this movie which I think would be great because as many times I saw it in the theater I still want to watch it again like I, I like I like watching that movie. It'd be great to go see it. And
0: Apparently, I need to watch it again because I forgot it came out.
1: <laughs> you do. You do. It's all right. I won't. I won't remind you too often. Just, just maybe throughout this whole episode. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I'll try not to bring it up later. Um, now, it, now we talked about this earlier. You, you mentioned possibly wanting to get an Apple TV, but you mentioned you might want to wait till a 4K one comes out. Mm-hmm. If this is released in 4K through Marvel Disney, who have a huge stake in in the iTunes store with all their their movies there. Do you think iTunes will finally offer 4K movies for once?
0: <laughs> I, I think that inevitably they will because they can just charge a little bit more
1: for them. So why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just curious because I mean, right now nothing in the iTunes store is 4K. So, like, are you upset since you buy digital? Like, no, I, I don't even have a 4K
0: TV, man. So it's not even. <laughs> eventually, one day I'll have one. So it's it's not too much of a bother okay. for me.
1: Yeah, I I just wasn't sure if that was going to be something like you you felt left out or something. No, like that, I'll just so. have
0: you'll you'll just have to let me know how it looks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe I can take the four K camera on my phone and FaceTime me with it. <laughs> oh yeah, I think we'll, oh. that might work. <laughs> yeah, we'll make the, we'll figure this out. But we're gonna go back a little farther into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Remember, at the end in the collector's thing, we all everyone thought the cocoon there was uh, Adam Warlock's cocoon for mm-hmm. for a long time. Well, it's gone to being clarified that that is a early Sovereign, the Golden People prototype for their cocoons. Hmm. and that's why you know the later one looks a lot like that in guardians 2 gotcha uh, so that was a, like a primitive one so i'm like you know what i'll take this i'll take this yeah. explanation for that so
0: well i mean that's what the collector would want he'd want that beta release you know
1: yeah yeah he's got to have the old technology i bet i bet he's got every retro video game console even the ones no one bought like the <laughs> like the, like the, ver- the vr boy or whatever oh yeah he's got that
0: virtual boy for sure
1: yeah he, he definitely got one of those he probably ain't playing it but he's got one <laughs> and that's what matters but to the future, we've got some Infinity War set photos, Mike, here. And we've yes, got we three, do. four big ones here. First one we're going to drop you is a new Iron Man armor. Of course we're going to get a new Iron Man armor. We get a new mm-hmm. one in every movie, it feels like. In this one, the arms, if they are to be the final thing, look very sleek. Mm-hmm. Like very like rounded and smooth and a triangle-shaped kind of chess piece again. So uh, I also the mask looks a little more menacing than the older ones.
0: Yeah, he's kind of got like a, a furrowed brow a little bit up there. So uh, I I mean Tony looked uh, he starts to show his age a little bit in Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that's just the physical limitations of being a human being as uh, Robert Downey Jr. is. So uh, maybe they got to make him look a little meaner when he's in that costume.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe or I mean I I, I honestly couldn't tell you at this point, but um, <laughs> but I mean. Again, they're they're obviously going to drop some CG over this uh, as well, but I mean, I like the slim down version of it a little bit, so mm-hmm. so hopefully we we see some of that. Uh, the next link um, apparently is not working very well here, just to give you a heads up. But <laughs> we get to see that is Bruce Banner and um, Tony Stark they're looking to the sky for mm-hmm. something. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we got to see um, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, so Doctor Strange, Wong, Bruce Banner, and Tony Stark eating lunch. And this one, this image that is not working actually shows them all together on the scene but Iron Man is in his armor and they're all looking at the sky like something's coming down at him.
0: And I think what they're looking at is probably going to be this guy who's covered in motion capture equipment uh, from head to toe, literally and with a camera pointing at his face tracking his dots. So I think they're tracking some sort of CG character, maybe um, maybe a henchman of Thanos possibly coming to Earth.
1: Oh, is it ever? So this next <laughs> shot is an actually an attack on Doctor Strange. So we got two shots here, one with on Doctor Strange, one without. But on his shoulder, it says EB-MAW, mm-hmm. which is a character reference called the Ebony Maw in the Infinity storyline, who is one of the Black Order of Thanos, who has been rumored to be the characters in here. Uh, if the Ebony Maw is what he is and thing he has the ability to like I guess mind control and like in the book he controls Doctor Strange by like whispering to him and Mm -hmm. like nobody knows Doctor Strange like has this guy like controlling him in the back of his mind Mm -hmm. the whole time so I don't think it'll play out like this but it does look like he's going after that uh time stone that he's wearing he's definitely whipping out that uh eye of Agamotto there Mm -hmm. um which I think he hung up at the end of Doctor Strange so it's it's weird to see him having it out he must be charging into battle or something
0: yeah shit's getting when shit gets rough you got to get that eye out
1: well but this guy <laughs> is definitely head to toe cg yeah whatever he's gonna be uh i've never seen so many gray and black triangles in my <laughs> life on, on some clothes here mm-hmm. uh i don't know much about motion capturing but i would definitely like to see the befores and afters of it some of it sometime oh yeah that'd be great like the the whole process to me is just mind baffling i love it <laughs> I love it. is that also on a wall? Does it look like he's like laid, like held up against a wall and then yeah. just holding the camera sideways?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Like I don't know
1: if he's like on the ground or what. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. We'll take it. So I mean, we are ever one step closer to Infinity War. We have two movies left mm-hmm. then Infinity War in the Marvel realm of things and it's next summer, Mike. This time next year, we will have forgotten that movie even came out already, so <laughs> um i'm really excited for it i don't know about you but i am oh yeah so another news that's something that may drop next year as well is marvel Cinematic Universe may bring back the one shot videos yeah surprise i'm i'm excited so i think this is one of those things where tom holland accidentally told everybody stuff again (laughs) because because (laughs) he does that um that they're they're thinking about bringing them back and not when or where but i mean uh you know, I get they got all the people on set for Infinity War, so you might as well use them in their downtime, right? Yeah, make like, some one-shots. Make some short one-shots. I don't need the like the 10-minute long ones like the Agent Carter ones. Like, you know, less than 5 minutes, couple shots. I I'm, I'm okay with those. So, um uh yeah, any characters you'd want to see in a one-shot just off the top of your head?
0: I mean, I mean I'd really love to see maybe a sequel to *Hail of the King. I'm really curious where that's going. I think that was the biggest one-shot we've ever had that kind of had a cliffhanger like, "Oh, is he or isn't he the Mandarin? Like what's going on here?" So I'd, I'd love some questions answered there, but you know the one-shots. I feel like they were replaced because you know ABC really got up on their TV shows, you know, and you know the Item Forty Seven and Agent Carter and everything that just spun off into Agent Carter and Agents of Shield. So they didn't necessarily need one-shots anymore, I guess. But I think it's cool that they're coming back. Maybe we'll explore something that could be a new TV series one day.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I mean that's a good point you brought. A lot of those came into the television shows, but like. With the Thor release, we actually had the um, Daryl, I guess, one shots that aren't, you know, considered canon, where uh, Thor has his roommate Daryl, and I thought those were pretty fun. Oh yeah, those are great. So uh, I know they're not really canon, but I mean, definitely, if you've got the characters, bring them, put them on there, like, give us some Captain America, you know, workout tapes or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, t- I'll take them. Uh, speaking of Thor Ragnarok, which is our next Marvel movie, by the way, doesn't feel like it, but it is. Uh, we've got the official pop vinyl releases here so, for most of them, uh, all except the collector the, or the Grandmaster is another mm-hmm. one they've unveiled. But uh, g- kind of looking through these, you know, fun, fun, exciting, cool, you know, exclusive ones. We get down to the very last one. We get our first look at the uh, Fire Demon Serker. Um, yes. Who I think this this I mean not caring too much about the character. This take looks pretty cool. Like, yeah, we hey, we talk. To-
0: we talked about Surtur in the past being in the movie, but we didn't really know in what aspect or how, maybe if they're going to reinvent the character a little bit. Maybe Hella was going to be more of the uh, an analog to Surtur possibly, but yeah, I think this is uh, pretty much proof that Surtur is going to be in the movie in uh, a physical form. And, uh, you know, I think we can trust this, you know, because that's how we got the first look at Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is kind of holding true to my theory that here in about two weeks at Comic-Con, we're going to be getting a Comic-Con trailer for Thor Ragnarok. It's about time for another one because that first one we have is only a teaser trailer. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've seen it a million times. It's great, (laughs) but I feel like I've seen it a lot. So uh, I think we're probably going to be seeing Surtur in the first official trailer of Thor Ragnarok here in about two weeks.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I think it's this is the this is now Spider Man's out. Ragnarok uh, advertising is incoming. Oh yeah, and and this is where these pop vinyl lists uh, come from. But I just think uh, Serger looks like he's like as a skeleton inside of, like a fire body yeah
0: it's really badass <laughs> it's
1: really cool looking and he's got a fire sword and everything and i think to me f- judging from the first teaser we got the realm where thor falls down in a chain looks like Surtur's realm yeah so i think we're gonna get him pretty early on in the movie but that'd be a pretty wicked reveal uh, mm-hmm. to, to see him at some footage at san diego which is coming up which uh we're gonna talk about here in a little bit so yeah
0: where so, there's fire there's Surtur. <laughs>
1: i love that someone <laughs> put that on a t-shirt for us we need a t-shirt for that one all right uh something we talked about i've talked about exhaustingly for the next <laughs> two weeks yeah has been marvels and humans and the first official trailer we got two weeks ago which i mean it doesn't feel like it was it feels like it was a month ago at this point <laughs> yeah it, I mean, w-
0: the trailer would drop on the week that we're not doing an episode
1: <laughs> yes exactly it did so um, we got our first official trailer, comes out September 1st in IMAX, the first ship says and picks up September 29th on ABC. Uh, I'm probably not the best person to talk about this, Mike. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so I guess from a, a non-biased point of view, since you're the Inhumans fan, uh, I'll give it a caveat. The first caveat is this is a TV show, and it's a trailer for a TV show. Uh, and usually when you get a trailer for a new show, you're just getting basically the pilot cut into a trailer. Usually pilots are rough. And I've never really seen a trailer for even my favorite TV shows turn out well. It's just it's just kind of hard to to, to bring up hype for something that's supposed to kind of be a slow burn throughout a couple, you know, throughout a season. So uh, you know, I'll give it some credence that even the best trailer wouldn't have looked that good. But this really doesn't help me on the hype that much. You know, uh, it kind of would have been cool if maybe we saw Black Bolt put on his mask or something, maybe get a little hype out of that. That would have been cool. Um, I don't really like the sets. They kind of showed off their, their kingdom on the moon, and it just kind of looks like some place that you'd maybe find at some place on earth and you know it didn't really look otherworldly there's kind of like a, a shot of a bunch of inhumans that they kind of rule over that they lord over that just kind of look like normal people in just kind of different costumes so i don't know i'm just really not digging much i saw in the trailer um somehow they end up on hawaii so i guess we'll find out how that happens um uh the the dog at the end what was the dog's name again Lockjaw. Yeah, Lockjaw. He he looks kind of he looks rendered pretty well on a TV budget. I'm not a big fan of the look of the teleportation. I don't know if that's going to change, maybe in post. But yeah, Chris, I'm not exactly hyped for this. I wasn't really hyped knowing that uh, the showrunner for Iron Fist. What is Scott Buck? Is that who it yeah. is? Uh, that he was taking over this. So, I, Chris, this doesn't help me.
1: <laughs> so to me, there there are three things about this that that I'm I have to say, and and whether they're good or not, it's whatever. I do like the teleportation of Lockjaw simply because we've seen TV and movie teleportation uh, every, every way we've seen it. It's always been the same. Poof, uh-huh. they're gone. At least with Lockjaw, it looks different. Like mm-hmm. he he doesn't have just the power to like just poof people everywhere because I think that's a little easy um, to do. And at least you know they got something there, so I, I will give them credence on that. And and uh, I guess opposite of you, there the Inhumans aren't about powers. Uh, and like, not everyone gets to become an inhuman with powers, uh, which I guess they don't. They don't really tell you this uh, very, very easily. <laughs> um, if you could read the the '97 Paul Jenkins Jay Lee run, where I think a lot of this is based on, it, it deals a lot with people like why do only like the inhumans, like the royal people, get the powers? Why do they only get to choose who gets to you know get their abilities and so uh-huh. on and so forth? And it's kind of an uprising. It's got the Game of Thrones vibe. It's got the guy from Game of Thrones in it. So, <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's very much. I think a lot of people want a powered show like X Men, the TV show, kind of thing or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I don't think I don't think that's what Inhumans is about because uh, it never was about them using their powers. It's about them dealing with you know the hierarchy of this kingdom, kind of like of people who could get great powers or, or really really bad powers, whichever mm-hmm. way you cut it. So, so, there's that. And then, like you said, it's a TV show. Um, I think a lot of it's the pilot. Like, if you cut stuff in it from episode 8 within the trailer, like, that's the ending. Like, you're mm-hmm. giving away the whole thing. Like, so, I, I'm glad they're only maybe putting in the pilot, but uh, we, we've got a long way to go, and... I'm gonna feel every day of it until like, <laughs> like, this is honestly this is probably what the people like who like Batman v Superman must feel like every day. Oh man, like, <laughs> I, like yeah, I really like it. This is why I'm like I can't convince people. to like Hold
0: on hope. to hope, Chris. Hold on to your hope. <laughs>
1: I'm going to. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go in wild. Even if it's just me, I'm going in wild. So, <laughs> so that's it. Uh, down the road from Marvel and kind of tied in in humans because they're both created by the Kree is Captain Marvel the film. Mm And we've got some confirmation that Samuel L. Jackson will make his return to the Marvel Universe in Captain Marvel. Wow.
0: So I guess is that confirmation that we're not going to be seeing him in Infinity War Part 1?
1: I guess so. I mean, uh, he may show up. Uh, We don't know, but it may be more of a bigger role, uh, kind of like – Winter Soldier. Oh. Um. Well, I
0: mean that that could make sense. So, because Captain Marvel, she's supposed to be pretty tied in close with um, what do they call it? Sword, the space version of Shield.
1: Yeah, she's she's kind of sword, but she was also a captain in the military on the ground. So she's like kind of like Captain America.
0: Yeah. Like, so I think I think you kind of have that military institution connection there. And you know, judging from Agents of Shield and Guardians of the Galaxy, we're starting to move more cosmic, and humans seem to have their reach outside of the uh, of gravity, I guess, into into orbit. So maybe Nick Fury will kind of like show up as some sort of consultant for Sword or something like that. And actually, it might make sense since we're not getting Captain Marvel until after Infinity. War. Or Part 1, maybe they'll, the space presence will be set up by then, and it'll make sense that Nick Fury can easily go into space, because right now, you know, things are somewhat grounded in reality on Earth, you know, we don't really have active space stations that they can easily get to, so maybe that all will flesh out by the time Captain Marvel comes around, but yeah, well, looking forward to seeing Samuel L. Jackson again.
1: Well, I think between Inhumans being set on the moon, uh, and the Guardians coming to Earth, and then ultimately... Maybe Shield is set in space in the next uh-huh. season, so I think I think a lot of things are lining up for that to come true. That you said mm-hmm. there, so so we'll ha- definitely have to see. But who doesn't love Samuel L. Jackson with an eye patch on? For me, right? <laughs> who doesn't? I do. I know <laughs> I do. Uh, Star Wars has a new mini episodes coming out called Forces of Destiny, uh, focus on the female characters of the the world. And there's I think, what Ray, uh, Jin, UrsO, Princess Leia and uh the pilot no it's a so it's a soca or the no the um bounty hunter from rebels the the mandalorian i can't think of her name i'm sorry but <laughs> um these little things are coming out on disney um little shorts setting up backstores these are all officially canon they got some of the original voice actors back for them oh great uh, um so there's a trailer and the release was last week i guess between the weeks we've been out so we just have the trailer and The release is out so you can catch them online i, I hear people are liking them um, there's also supposed to be one setup that sets up the uh, deleted scene from Empire Strikes Back, when there's a a room full of these Wampa snow creatures that look Oh up. yeah, that's cool. So it's setting up for that how that came to be originally. So before it oh, was deleted. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. So they're, they're little thing. A lot of people like all animations low, but I'm like these are for little kids. Like they're not. They're, these aren't adult shows. Like yeah, Disney's keeping the production costs low, so they can create a bunch of them and get them out. So mm-hmm. there's that. So how many days is it till San Diego Comic-Con, Mike? I need to know. Uh, Day-wise, I don't know
0: the day breakdown exactly because, you know, the convention starts at a different time than when I actually get there. But we're – it's not next weekend. It's the weekend after.
1: So two full weeks away, we will have Mm -hmm. our San Diego coverage. And I am very excited for that and very excited for you because they've just announced it will stay in San Diego through 2021 through a new contract. Uh, with the the buildings Ooh,
0: yeah, which there. is really great the Convention center down in San Diego is wonderful it's beautiful right on the water San Diego's a, a really great city uh, uh, I guess on the pros and cons side is it's close enough to where I can drive but the con side is I have to drive <laughs> through LA traffic to get there so but that's better than it moving to the LA Convention Center I don't want it in LA I like it I like I like having a reason to go visit San Diego and I feel like they're really ingrained into downtown the citizens are really enjoy it and embrace it so I never feel like I'm I'm Bothering anybody, or I'm in anybody in anybody's way. I think people are genuinely excited, even if they live down there when Comic Con shows up. So that's awesome. Let's keep that moving forward.
1: Yeah, I would ha- definitely hate to have to change the uh, initials from yeah. SDCC to LACC. Yeah, not uh, as cool. Not as cool. So technically, it's called Comic Con International, and and but we're gonna call it SDCC until they move it which will yeah. maybe 2021 they'll probably keep it a lot longer it's working yeah, out pretty I, well. I i think it's going to be there for a long time yeah so there's that um any you i saw you were planning out your days mike any big Ooh, thing yeah. you want to say about uh, like, well i'm still
0: i'm still i'm going on friday and saturday still waiting for the saturday schedule to drop so not 100 percent sure what i'm seeing saturday but there is a young justice panel on friday that i'll definitely be going to young justice season three so i gotta get in there uh, surprisingly usually the Netflix. Netflix shows the Marvel Netflix shows have been in Ballroom 20 which is a big ballroom but not too hard to get into this year not the defen- ballroom Yeah this year the Defenders is moving into Hall H the big hall so unfortunately I'm not going to waste all my time in line to get into Hall H but that's a that's pretty big. They think Defenders is is, is warranted enough to have the biggest hall in Comic Con. So I think that's saying something about the show coming up here. So looking forward to the Defenders. But yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see what comes out Saturday. But there's definitely some awesome stuff coming Friday.
1: I do know that uh, last year you had you were able to sit the Marvel Television panel. Uh, they are not having one at San Diego this year. They're waiting for New York Comic Con to have their first uh,
0: that's not a bad idea. TV I'll panel. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I mean, I think. Uh, so you don't get to go to that, but, I mean, if you see anything, you know who to report back to. Oh, yeah. This guy. This guy right here. <laughs> Are you excited for Deadpool 2?
0: Uh, who isn't, Chris? Well,
1: that's true. There's a lot of... <laughs> sequels have a lot of hype. I'm just making sure everyone's excited for it. Um, they've added the actor, uh, the child actor from Hunt for the Wilder People, Julian Dennison. Uh, as one of the, He's really funny in that, so I don't know how he's going to play into this, like, big term, long term, like, small role or not. Um, but that's interesting to see. And then we've got two new Easter eggs from set photos. Or I guess one set photo, one fun photo. First one is taxis say Alpha Flight, uh, which is the Canadian X Men kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, in the comic book stores. But it's actually now like a flight kind of thing, like <laughs> an airline in in, uh-huh. in Deadpool too. So they can make fun of it whenever they want. And then lastly, we get a new picture of Josh Brolin getting on like modeled up for his face prosthetics.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: And between his workout shots, his haircut, and this, he is fucking cable. Like, yeah, it's hard denying this guy is going to be spot on looking like cable.
0: Yeah, I love like the that. I love the face prosthetics because I feel like they could easily just put some tracking dots on his face and swap it out. But I'm glad that they're going to put something physical on there. That's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then again, you know, if you go take a look at like some of his older stuff, um, you know, he did do uh, I believe it was uh, the the western movie we had the jonah hex yeah and he put prosthetics on his face for that and then uh, his workout videos on here showing them getting ripped to play cable <laughs> it's just it's it's inspiring really inspiring <laughs> all right so, so josh brolin transforming into cable for deadpool 2 this next summer um as long as some other you know uh, fox properties like new mutants who has a casting update here Uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, who we know for The Defenders and all the Netflix Marvel shows, Mm -hmm. is out of the movie. And they've cast Alice Braga in as the same role, who's a medical doctor who has the ability to generate a protective biofield around herself but has more going on than she lets on.
0: Yeah, I think that would have been a stretch for Rosario Dawson. I don't know how she would have got that biofield around her. But this is not really surprising to me because I didn't recall Rosario Dawson was going to be in this movie. Uh, so <laughs> I, I we might have talked about it, but I probably mm-hmm. just uh, forgot. So, yeah, not a big deal. It would be kind of weird because you'd be crossing into the Fox universe from the Marvel universe. You know, well, know.
1: she's also Batgirl in Lego Batman. Like, come on, girl. Give some roles to other actresses. <laughs> she, you she, can't she, have them all.
0: She's getting work, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so um, that's fine. They say she's out because of her the production schedule on like the Marvel shows Luke Cage and Daredevil are kicking up. Uh, and jessica jones so um that's fine we i think she's a great addition to the netflix shows uh, maybe not so much an iron fist but the other ones she's a great <laughs> in. so so we'll yeah. go with that and then in a surprising move fox has given us six marvel property film dates <sighs> through 2021 Man. they are not slowing down no so here are the dates uh write these down really quick or head over to superoslate.com and click on our upcoming movies page check that out but june 2019 november 2019 march 2020 june 2020 october 2020 and march 5th 2021 i i I won't
0: hold too much credence to all these dates because unless they announce like actual titles that are going to go there uh Obviously, I think they've done this with Gambit before, and that didn't pay off. That Gambit didn't pay off for them. Uh So uh, (laughs) I think, obviously, we got a Deadpool 3 in here, probably got an X-Force movie in here, uh, maybe a New Mutants 2, possibly a a sequel to the Phoenix movie. Uh, I think the bigger question in here is, is one of these slated for Fantastic Four? You know, I don't know the whole... um, uh, date range that they have to use these characters again and before they lose them. But I would imagine getting close to 2021, that's, you know, they're, they're going to start running out of time soon again. So uh, like, like you said, I hope uh, fantastic four ends up moving over to Marvel in, in some way, but there you yeah. go.
1: Well, I think, I mean, uh, one of these is going to be Gambit. I think they have to just finally buckle down and do it before they lose Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one, two, three. Yeah, yeah i mean some people said fantastic four uh i hope not but, uh we we've added these to our calendar i mean this is fox is the first studio to fire shots into 2021 uh-huh. um and, and even without a movie title i'm like well nobody cares until you put a movie there right so um but they could also be branching off into another characters along the way there could be an x23 film uh they they, they put in there as well the that we have yeah yeah
0: I, I guess that's a possibility
1: so uh lots of choices lots of options uh yeah i guess that's what it is i mean foxes they're gonna do it we can't stop them you <laughs> gotta i'd say we could vote with our wallets but we gotta see him for the show anyway so <laughs> yeah
0: we don't we don't have a choice
1: we don't have much of a choice fox contact us let us see your movies early we'll talk good we'll talk good about them we will <laughs> we promise
0: cross our fingers yeah. behind our back
1: <laughs> so when we got wonder woman earlier this year um we got a new intro animatic with mm-hmm. it um and that finally was released online this week um of the intro animatic for that and I, I don't we didn't really talk about it a whole lot in our spoiler cast or anywhere else what did you think of this intro the dc's well, it was, created it was,
0: it was really cool it's reminiscent of the justice league uh cartoon show um so, yeah, that, that's cool. I think the biggest takeaway from it is, guess what? The animatic that they're showing before their movie is full of tons of superheroes. So I think uh, they're basically maybe uh, calling out to the fans out there that, hey, guess what? This character that you thought may never get a movie, he's in our opening animatic or she's in our opening animatic. You might be seeing a movie of this character. So mm-hmm. th- they obviously want to spread all out and just, like, really attack the those uh, release dates. So, uh, we'll see what, what comes of this.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely interesting. I, th- it's, This is a different approach. Marvel has been one that, where he's added stuff every time a new movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And DC's like, no, here's here's everybody. Like, we, we might make movies of some of these. We might not, but <laughs> here's our characters. Uh, so I think one of the most biggest things that stands out to me, one of the main characters at the intro is Green Lantern. He has his mm-hmm. own sp- yeah, single splash sure. page. So um, I, I don't know. Give us some more Green Lantern info. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So, uh, Quit teasing us and just tell us, okay? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be in Justice League? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, but what about Batman? Are you excited for Batman, the standalone movie? <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, the director, Matt Reeves, described this film as a chance to do like a noir-driven detective version of Batman, mm-hmm. uh, which is really what I want. I want a yeah. detective Batman. Um, I'm tired of him just going around beating people up for answers, like do some detective work. I hope this. I hope he really actually does this, and this isn't just saying it to appease the masses in the meantime. <laughs> but I think that's a great uh, approach to take the Batman in a new direction, in a new era with a new actor. So
0: yeah, they, they they have a ability here to maybe adapt. A, a, what I see a lot of people questioning, which is the l- the long Halloween where, uh, you have a lot of villains that pop up in that issue and it is very detective driven. You know, you got your noir there too. So, you know, you can have your villain in there, uh, your main villain that goes over all those holidays, but then also each holiday has its own villain. So this DCEU apparently has been established for a long time. Batman's been in it for a while. So it'd be really easy to have these uh, villains pop up. So I'd like to see the long Halloween.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely, um, a, a series that a lot of people still talk about. So Mm-hmm. Um and and go from there and actually I think if I remember correctly does uh, if you've you have you read the long Halloween yes mm-hmm. okay doesn't that actually have Harvey Dent transform into Two Face in that one as well like I think he oh, actually gosh. becomes I think he becomes Two Face in that one so well, I, I think. Miss-
0: Honestly, I don't quite remember. I've read The Long Halloween twice now just because I really love the art in it. And the great thing is is I always forget who the villain is at the very end. Uh, so even if they adapt the comic perfectly for the movie, I will still won't remember who the villain is. So I like that.
1: <laughs> All right. There we go. So we'll, we'll take it. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Aquaman is the, I guess, two DC movies away. Uh, mm-hmm. By that, a year and a half out still. But we have this photo of the director – uh, I think it's James Wan with Aquaman and Mara, uh, sitting, hanging out. Um, a lot of, uh, to me, if I was to say, hey, like her hair looks just the same color as uh, <laughs> Medusa's hair, actually. So, but I mean, hers looks a little more natural, like they dyed it yeah. rather than a wig. Yeah, but I she's think pulling it off. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely looks good. I don't think they're in costume for anything. They could be. I don't know if Jason Momoa wears bracelets like that normally, like <laughs> bracers, but he could. Like he doesn't strike me as someone who wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know
0: but he, he, he can pull off the bracers too uh, Jason Momoa always looks like he's having a blast On every uh, set photo of every cinema Whether it's Justice League or Aquaman So I hope his movie is just as fun
1: Yeah it looks like they're having fun It looks like they're going with the brighter colors again, Using the hair from Amber Heard In the earlier photos we've, we've released uh, I think it looks like a bright colorful fun movie That, that people mm-hmm. want and, and need And I, you know, I'm okay with this So Yeah let's do it Yes give us a great Aquaman outing That's what we need because Mike's going to need something to wash the taste out of his mouth with this Jumanji <laughs> 2 Welcome to the Jungle trailer. Wow, Jumanji. All right. So uh, this dropped uh, right, I guess, last weekend. and They showed it before Spider-Man because it's a Sony Pictures movie. Um, they've updated Jumanji. It is now a video game instead of a board game. <laughs> and if you play the video game, you become the avatar in the game. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so if you just called this movie generic jungle adventure movie with the rock in it, uh, it's less offensive because you're just like, all right, you know, it's kind of, you know, looks like some characters having fun movie you can take your kids to, you know. The, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in it, so it'll make some money. Uh, okay, a very forgettable movie, but, you know, it could surprise us, could be good. But then when you throw the when you throw the branding of Jumanji on there, it's just offensive to me. Like, this is totally out of the spirit of Jumanji. You know, I guess, like, you'd, the whole argument of, oh, if you're rebooting a movie, should you refresh it? Should you take it from a different angle? But, to me, it just seems like, oh, let's make a new Jumanji movie. No one plays board games anymore, though. What do kids play nowadays? Oh, they play video games, right? Oh, yeah, that's what the kids are doing nowadays that's what it feels like what are the kids doing nowadays well, it's,
1: it's, it's not a reboot it's a sequel
0: yeah well either way, yeah they're it's, i guess by the nature of the game either yeah. way you could look at it that way
1: to me this is a, i think this is natural like the, the video game aspect is a natural progression but in that once they're in there like this is a chance for the rock and kevin hart and uh the K- karen Gillen who plays nebula and jack black to play they're stereotyped simple characters
0: yeah like, i mean they're so not will, they're not really trying yeah. too
1: hard here yeah surprise
0: like, so surprisingly i watched the trailer try twice there was some funny jokes in there but overall it's just gonna be very forgettable
1: there, there's some flat there's it's, it's it's a it's not for us um <laughs> but it's it's a very it's some very flat things in there like happen like like, okay, Jack Black gets eaten by a hippo. Well, it's a video game. He's not going to really die. Yeah, a think, crazy, like
0: over-the-top CG hippo. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> the,
1: the hippo attacks, the, the helicopter side of Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's no uh, apology for it, but, I mean, if you're going to do Jumanji, whatever. Like, they're going to do it. <laughs> we can't stop them. They could have just, just, like you said, called it Welcome to the Jungle and never said it was Jumanji at all. So Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I forgot about this... Franchise, but Fantastic Beast 2 has started filming. Yeah. And they've given us a new uh, synopsis here. And it's a long one, but in short, it looks like Dumbledore, who's played by Jude Law, will be getting help from uh, Newt Scamander, who captured him before. And all yeah. the characters will be coming back.
0: Yeah, which kind of answers the question I had was, do you call the next movie Fantastic Beasts 2? Is Eddie Redmayne even going to be in the sequel? Does he need to be in the sequel? Obviously, this franchise is going to be about Grindelwald and Dumbledore, so why do you need this random character in it that just deals with beasts? You know, Why do you need this random Pokemon trainer running around? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't thrilled with the first Fantastic Beast movie. I, arguably, I need to watch it again because I fell asleep during it because I was just super jet-lagged. But, um, yeah, I hope it's cool. I mean, more Dumble, doubling down on Dumbledore is not necessarily a bad idea.
1: Yeah, and, and I like Jude Law. I think I think Jude Law... I, I don't know much about Johnny Depp as the villain, um, but it, it sounds like they're going from New York to London to Paris, so there's actually more than just 1940s New York again, mm-hmm. which is cool. So um, I'm okay with this i'm on your page uh we we have the spoiler cast with our wives on they are for it we're not so for it (laughs) but uh you know it'll be fine it'll they they make they make competent films that that aren't offended aren't offensive i guess good enough (laughs) yeah so we got them so there's that uh and lastly the castle castlevania uh, the, the game series has now been converted to an animated series on netflix from Adi Shankar, the guy who did those bootleg videos, um, <laughs> and stuff we talked about, might be a director for Venom. Uh-huh. Um, have you have you watched this or heard anything about uh, this?
0: I haven't. I haven't watched these yet. I mean, I'll give them a shot just because it looks cool. I like high quality animation. Um, I've never really played the Castlevania games, but I do understand what's going on there. So it could be pretty cool. It's got, I believe it's got that anime influence, which makes sense out of the source material. Adi Shankar is kind of a, a weird dude. Any, if anybody out there likes uh the screen junkies the guy that makes the dudes that make honest trailers they also have a a competition called movie fights where it's like movie debates and he was on it once and just kind of like a it was dude. the worst episode he was, yeah he was just a weird weird dude so but i mean if he makes cool cartoons i'm okay with it but yeah i believe like you said it's on netflix now just i'll find some some time to check it out so some good action cartoon is never a bad thing
1: yeah i think um it's only four 25 minute episodes um, so far, but it has already been renewed for season two, um, which I think, um, of like this doubling down to so like 12 episodes total by the time season two is done mm-hmm. and reviews are coming in are great. Like they're like, this is does just the source material looks beautiful, but it's far too short. So hopefully, you know, that season two will help that. But I mean. I think was it um, the other Netflix show, Voltron, Legendary Defender? Like they crank those out pretty quick. Like season yeah. three's around the corner for it too.
0: Yeah, that show's doing well too. So I think this is just a good a good sign that if you're a fan of animation, we're going to be getting a lot more of it on Netflix.
1: Yes, and video games and anime, all right there together. Council. Yeah. And, and, and vampires. So that's it. That's it for our news this week. Uh, we kind of rushed through it a little bit more, but we have a spoiler cast in this and. Uh, it, I think I think it's good. I'm ready. I'm ready to be back in the groove of things and and getting this going, Mike. So. Yeah,
0: we will be back next week and every week for yes. all your latest superhero entertainment news.
1: I don't think we have a spoiler cast next week. Thankfully, we can take, we can take a <laughs> breather. But um. If people want to find out what you're doing in the meantime till our next show, I'm like, where can people find you at?
0: Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my webcomics at pickledtomics.com. Chris, if people want to check out uh, uh, your, your pop vinyls <laughs> and the shipment fiasco that you're dealing with, getting those to your possible new house, where can they follow you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, and like I said, if you're in the Louisville area uh, or want, and want some free comic books, hit me up on there. Uh, I've got, I've got something to give, so, uh, do that and then we'll go from there. Uh, you can also read comic UI, uh, listen to my other show, uh, film side chats or find my other stuff on the DNN on youtube.com. Uh, so I'm all over the place. Uh, but in the meantime, if this is someone's first episode and they want to hear about our spoiler cast or other shows we've done, Mike. Where can people find that at?
0: Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host the show and you can get our awesome show notes. So if you want to track down all the stuff we're talking about, if you want to see the upcoming releases for all those crazy X-Men movies, you can go to SuperheroSlate.com. And we, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week and you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to pick up some merch, you can find that at slate.com slash store. We got like t-shirts and mugs and like hoodies and fleeces, I think, I don't know, blankets. <laughs> what are all, whatever you can put our designs on, I think uh, you can get that over there. That's really helpful. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen to it. Leave us uh, five stars, whatever you think we deserve. We love that. We love getting the feedback. If you're a fan of the show, just share the show with a buddy, share the show with a friend, and we will be here every week. And I believe our next spoiler cast is actually not a movie. It's going to be The Defenders in August, so
1: so stay tuned for that yeah maybe i might do a valerian one i think, think <laughs> valerian gonna deserve it from both of us i think yeah maybe we'll I, that. I i hope it surprises us oh and, and uh well i guess august yeah september would be kingsman so yeah we're good yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out oh well either way i hope you guys <laughs> listen and enjoy and, and we'll catch you guys next week all right bye everybody thanks for listening and don't
0: forget to subscribe You got that exclusive, expensive Apple Watch tan.